Hello and welcome to We the People. From the Wall Street Journal to The Economist, open any newspaper or tune into a podcast and you'll come across this new buzzword, quiet quitting. A new workplace trend where employees reportedly return to work after the pandemic, they stay in their jobs, but they don't take on extra work that might cause them stress or affect their mental health. So quiet quitters are rejecting the idea that work should be the central focus of their lives. They're saying no, they'll say no to any request to go beyond what they think they should be doing, or what they think should be expected of a person in their position and at their pay scale. They'll say no to extra hours, no to staying back, no to working on weekends, etc. So is this an act of establishing healthy boundaries or is it slacking off? Why is quiet quitting striking a chord now? And what does it say about our broader cultural attitudes about work and our careers in the long term? At the same time this week, we had a CEO who had some advice for young workers. Stop whining and put in 18 hours day, 18 hour days, he said. Is that promoting a toxic work culture? Is that glorifying 18 hour shifts? Or is it sound advice? Because only hard work can get you anywhere. Is that out of step in a post-pandemic world when we talk about burnouts, where many are speaking about shortening work days, even proposing such shifts as a four-hour or a three-day work week? Is that realistic? In fact, just today, a UK billionaire has been slammed on Twitter for calling employees who work from home lazy gits. The British billionaire, Alan Sugar recently uh, slammed people working from home and said that in his opinion, they should be paid less than those who go to office. So we're asking tonight on We The People, is quiet quitting about bad employees or is it about bad bosses? We're asking as the global economy picks itself back up, is it time to get back to business as usual or is it time to set the reset button? Joining us first, Harsimar Beer Singh, co-founder of Pristin Care, the man who has been at the center of a controversy after he shared some, quote, interview hacks to filter job seekers, to basically separate the shaft from the wheat. Harsimar Beer Singh, thank you for your time. You have now deleted that post, which triggered off so many social media responses and most of them not flattering. You suggested, I'm just going to give a quick gist of it for our viewers. You suggested making job-seeking candidates wait for six to eight hours in office to test their patience. You suggested regularly scheduling interviews on Sunday and late into the night or early in the morning, uh, even asking candidates elsewhere in the country to show up in office the next day. According to your tips, these methods help you identify those employees who'll be early risers, late workers, those who can quote-unquote hustle and those who will be committed those who are okay to work long hours and the reactions Harsimar saying ah I have to say they've been brutal right so some on Twitter are calling you the boss who no one would want to work for no one should want to work for your response uh, thank you Sarah for having me here uh, first of all it's uh, Sunday and it is 9 30 p.m. Uh, you are sitting in your workplace and we are doing a work conversation. Uh, I, I would actually put that question first to you uh, about, uh, you know, long working hours and why you choose to do it. I said uh, you know, I also, my I also, life a long time ago. I work on all Yeah, weekends. I know, I know. Uh, I, also, I also read somewhere, uh, you know, you, you work weekends and you probably take uh, weekdays off while your husband works, uh, you know, weekdays and takes Saturday, Sunday off. Uh, I think, it's a, it, I think the, the point I'm trying to drive home, um, you know, it's, it's a choice. 
it's a choice you make uh, for your own aspiration right uh, i think uh, you know in the introduction you pointed out uh, around is it the bad bosses or is it the bad people i'll give you another stat i was talking to our chro today uh, about you know when performance reviews happens uh, what, what's the bell, bell curve of the company and he was telling me for majority of mature companies uh, on a scale of let's say 1 to 5 50% of the company is on a scale of 3 and about 20% is 4 and maybe 5% is 5 at pristine we are a young company just like a lot of other startups 50% of the company is rated actually 4 and plus and about 20 25% is 5 we also have a scale of 6 right so i think uh, you know as a young company we are trying to build a very uh you know high performance culture uh, one of the best quotes i've ever followed in my life uh, was uh, you know late steve jobs he said that uh, you hire a's and they will get a's you hire b's and they will get b c d and d's right so i think as leaders so, it is so, our so job so are you saying then harsimul beer saying that once you've made it through your very like taxing interview process once you're in the workplace in your company the workplace environment is different Oh, no i think I, i think even the interview thing uh, i i think it went a lot of context when you said we get uh, we get the people to wait for 6 to 8 hours uh, what, what many didn't realize in the 6 to 8 hours they meet literally 10 people an okay. interview process which at a lot of companies can be 2 months we ha- we've hired some of our c suit and leadership folks in the space of 2 days uh, i think we've been able to shorter that interview interview process the other thing which is the best about having somebody uh, spend 6 to 8 hours in your company is they get to see the culture first hand hmm. they are able to actually make a much better informed choice do i want to be in this environment hmm. uh, you know forever or this is okay, not the right good, place it actually works really well they're not just waiting and twiddling their thumbs and being on pins and needles because what if somebody walks out after being made to wait for 6 hours would that not show self respect would that not show actually how disorganized your office is if you schedule an appointment but you're 6 hours late would you hire somebody so it's not 6 hours late strong, right? uh, like i said it, it's not 6 hours late in that 6 hours they will meet 8 to 10 people they will get to learn about the culture they will get to learn about the company they will have an afternoon meal with us they will get two cups of coffee they can go up and walk down the office get the aisle we don't have any entrance card we don't have any uh, swipe cards we don't have entrance register so it's a very open hmm. office they can absorb the culture like i said okay. i want to first just make one thing clear uh, you know harsimar singh has done his research we've also done our research and it emerges that pristine care is a gurgaon based health tech company and according to the internet it was founded in 2018 and raised 85 million at a 1.3 billion dollar valuation for the healthcare industry yet at the same time people are saying you are promoting a toxic work culture so i want to ask you just as a ceo as a, somebody who's you know a, a, a leader a corporate leader can you have both can you have profits and also have a healthy work culture at the workplace absolutely you you would want to have that you know like i said uh, we are all very self selection people right uh, let, let me tell you something you will enjoy there are 2000 journalism schools in the courses in the country offering i think 100 seats of journalism that's 2 lakh journalists a year you've been working for 20 years that's 40 lakh journalists how many have become sara jacob right the number is minimum right i think it's the aspiration there will be always be people who will be more aspirational we have a 29 year old vice president in pristine pristine is his first job after two failed startups he's 29 year old but that guy 
is available to solve company problems it has uh, always been uh, you know contributing to the goal contributing to the culture without ever we being asking of him we've never tracked his leaves we've never tracked his vacations he doesn't have any he does, not just him we have 2500 people nobody has to swipe in the office so we don't even track that right so it's a very high performing culture you know which we which we are trying to bring at the okay. same time there are people who are not able to make it they don't want to perform and that's fine too i don't think we'll always find uh, you know everyone to be as aspirational you okay. you saw let's bring somebody in like, yeah, somebody sorry. who thinks like you a little bit i think uh, let me take the liberty of saying that shantanu deshpande uh, founder and ceo of the bombay shaving company also in the hot spot uh, in the hot seat should i say shantanu deshpande your post you posted that post that said 18 hour work days and don't do rona dhona and it created quite a controversy you issued some i mean kind of a apology you said you'll refrain from posting like this on linkedin but you stand by what you said no i think that i think the intent is to work hard in your early days and kind of leave everything on the pitch right um but yeah i could have framed it better that is there is no doubt about it i i don't uh, i don't i don't want people to take away what they took away that's the issue with uh miscommunication is right what i'm wanting to say and what someone is listening if that's different that's the communicator's responsibility so uh, i would i would have framed it differently but i stand with the core intent of what i was saying what that was the change. core intent of what you were trying to say when you are achieving excellence and you should uh, you owe yourself excellence uh, the only variable you can control is hard work you cannot control anything else you cannot control how much money you are born with you cannot control uh, whether you are born uh, with god given talent or not nothing right you only control effort so you need to maximize that second is when you are 21 22 23 you have the maximum energy minimum responsibility so if you are able to build muscle in those 5 7 years whatever muscle it is you want to build uh, that carries you uh, in that that momentum carries you for the rest of your career and you can have a very fulfilling fruitful career right and i think we are going to see the migration of india from like if you look at the life we live versus the life our parents lived at the same age mm. it's very different right so the migration of india up uh, economic classes is very real and within in, an intra generation so if you put in the effort early on you reap the benefits uh, and you don't want to be 35 40 years old uh, having you know kind of partied through the last decade and then regretting not putting in the effort when you had the opportunity so that's i mean that's that's pretty much what what i, I would i would i would advise myself if i were 22 um and uh, you know uh, it, it's the f- fundamental middle class tenet of india right mehnat karo every parent tells their child independent of whether they are a farmer they are a business person they are you know government employee whatever it is mehnat karo is a fundamental tenet of the way we live mehnat karo can also be exploited there is nothing no? different that i was saying santanu mehnat karo can also be exploited yeah yeah of course i mean india has multiple working environments that are labor intensive right we have manufacturing setups we have uh, call centers we have a lot of a uh, lot of places where sometimes there is mediocre bosses there is work culture that is exploitative uh, and if you are stuck there uh, that's a problem so um i do feel that this is not but shantanu in that context right would you rethink what you said given that you do admit that it can be misused 
No, no, no. I, I mean, I, I did not mean this. That's the issue. I, I, I'm, I said this as a piece of advice to any 22-year-old. I did not say this as an employer or an entrepreneur, right? Uh, okay. the, the fundamental, the fundamental belief is that if you are in a place that is toxic, please get out of it, right? Mm. It, uh, good people don't deserve to spend a single moment in a toxic environment. Whether it's mm. political, whether it's with a bad boss, they're not learning, they're not inspired. Uh, the work is monotonous and not uh, matching with your skill set. Whatever it is, there could be millions of reasons. People are not respectful of your family or time. Uh, but if you are in such a place, mm. you feel that you are learning. If you feel that you are, you know, you have an opportunity to grow, then don't, uh, then 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 don't take it for granted and kind of put 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 everything into it. If if the basic conditions for growth and uh, prosperity are met, uh, yeah. then put in the effort. Don't 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 lose that opportunity. And a lot of us have opportunities our parents didn't. Let's be honest about that. Okay, so we should not take that for granted. But if you're not happy with the workplace, then quit. Find a new job that you're happier with. Don't quiet quit. All right, let's bring in Rituparna Chakravarti, co-founder and executive director at Team Lee Services. Well, picking up from what Shantanu uh, just talked about, you know, we are seeing the question whether. Uh, quiet quitting is about bad bosses or bad employees, right? Do companies need to look at management practices? If there are uh, quiet quitting employees, is that a sign that there are poor managers who don't want to do the work to support, to train, to coach, to mentor, to give feedback to employees? Is is it about bad employees or bad bosses? So the thing is, first of all, was a little bit of a confusion going on what exactly is quiet quitting. Uh, quiet quitting essentially doesn't necessarily mean that there is a issue directly with work-life balance. Sometimes uh, people feel that they are putting in a certain amount of effort, but they lack acknowledgement, recognition, they're lacking rewards. Uh, there could be issues around politics, they feel overlooked. There are many reasons, honestly, and in such situations, uh, people actually decide that, I mean, this is that I'm going to be showing up at work. However, I'm not going to possibly be giving all my best to the work, right? That's essentially what it means. So, yes, sometimes it's got, it's very, it, it could be very individual. It may not be a widespread phenomena, but it's on account of a particular boss who's not, or a manager who's not handling his or her employees in the right fashion or probably doesn't understand so there could be a lot of trends. I think now uh, more than ever before, I think organizations are extremely, uh, I wouldn't say we are perfect. I think organizations are improving, but they are also realizing the importance of kind of listening or get, getting some kind of a pulse in terms of whether employees are engaged, whether they are in sync with the purpose of the organization, whether they're showing up motivated. We're doing much better than probably what we were doing five years back. Uh, however, yes, such incidents can still happen, one-off, which go unnoticed, unrecognized. And the problem with a scenario like this is that gentleman or that woman actually shows up at work every day, right? They are showing up, they're clocking in their hours. It's just that they are not as productive or as motivated or as effective as they once used to be. So... It is a it's, a, it's a phenomenon which is not easy to spot. But if there are any early signs of it, it needs to be tackled at the butt, right at the early stages itself. 
All right. So people don't quit jobs. They're quitting uh, managers. The irony is, you know, we're talking about this attitude to do the minimal at work at a time when every day we read headlines about chronic unemployment in India. And that's why we usually have team leads on to give us those statistics. But that is, of course, a topic for an entirely different show also. But I want to bring in and I'm very glad and humbled to bring in somebody now who has been the first Indian woman graduate at the Harvard Business School, the first of three women to be employed by PricewaterhouseCoopers, the first woman to head an investment bank. You know, foreign or private uh, bank in India, and uh, you know the first woman president of India's largest apex chamber of industry. Uh, Nena Lal Kidwai, thank you so much for joining us. I want to ask you to bring in the women's perspective, right? Is this uh, what about women? Is quiet quitting actually just old wine in a new bottle when it comes to women? Because you know, women can't stay longer. We can't do like those last-minute uh, extension of work hours, work on the weekend because we have family ob obligations, childcare, etc. We saw Serena Williams this week, in a sense, give up uh, her, you know, title at the top spot because she wants to have another child. Uh, I don't think there's a different bar. The time periods that women may need this empathetic uh, thinking and uh, accommodation are well known, uh, you know, young children, uh, uh, etc. But those I view as temporary phenomena because if they are women that you want to retain in the workplace, you just know that, and there are very there are formal policies in many companies now, including much longer maternity leaves than we saw in my time, which are all part of that accommodation. And it is for women to embrace those, uh, come back to the workplace uh, with courage, because often you do find that you're left behind, uh, but to go in there, embrace the opportunity, play catch up, and for the organization to not punish you for that time away. I have to tell you that why when I introduced Flexi Working Hours in HSBC, and this was a long time ago, and we were one of the first organizations to do this in 2006, uh, interestingly, I had more men than women who put their hand up for it. And one of my senior most was my chief risk officer. And what he wanted to do was to spend half his time uh, nurturing his not-for-profit, which indeed is a very successful not-for-profit today. Oh, and, uh, so reasons can be different. Uh, it's for a, an individual to make their decisions and for the organization to see how it can work that out. Mm. Okay. Uh, I also want to bring in Rhea Chopra. She's a freelance culture journalist. She's written for Vice, for BuzzFeed, etc. And Rhea, you know, is uh, uh, going to speak for the millennials who sometimes often get, you know, a bad rap when you talk amongst HR uh, personnel. They say you millennials don't want to work. They don't want to stay too long in one job. They're constantly hopping. So, you know, let me ask you, what would you say in response to uh, Harsimran Beer Singh, in response to Shantanu, and to the, the points that they're, they're making over here? Because because Shantanu says, look, when you're really young, you don't have family responsibilities, you don't have EMIs, you don't have uh, aged parents to look after. This is the time you have to work and it will pay off uh, in the future. Or is it actually just workers sacrificing personal life to achieve employers' interests? Uh, hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me here. And before I begin, I just want to make an observation. There seems to be a pattern where founders go on LinkedIn and say things that they think they don't mean. And they have to go on national television to defend themselves. I would advise them to just hire a PR team to avoid this sort of thing. But coming to the point, right? Uh, first, I'd like to point out after this 15 minute discussion that the term quite quitting might be slightly uh, of a, mis a, misnom a misnomer, right? Because what exactly are we quitting? Um, as you said at the beginning of the segment, 
people still do 100% of their job responsibility mm. they just quit this idea of going above and beyond for a workplace that doesn't go above and beyond for them right we've turned back and asked our bosses that if you want us to put more into work what are you giving us out of it right if uh, people like shantanu and people like hasimat and you know other founders they want people who are exceptional who are working 18 hours a day i want to ask them if they pay them 18 hour salaries give them benefits uh, treat them well uh, and create a work environment that holistically you know has a culture of wellbeing uh, what more than 8 hours of work does a young person who signed a contract that says 8 hours of work even owe their workplace in the first place right and for whoever is quite quitting is bad what do you think we are quitting uh i would say this is a phenomena where people my age are, are drawing healthy work boundaries they are saying no to unpaid work they are saying no to say uh, bosses bosses who are slightly exploitative and this makes bosses angry because uh one nobody has ever questioned practices like this before right as shantanu said we are now in a position where people my age are privileged enough to actually have thoughts about things like passion and fulfillment in fact um after the covid-19 pandemic i think a lot of us have been struck by the fact that life is rather uncertain and our time here is limited so do i want to put 18 hours at a workplace that doesn't respect me doesn't pay me more doesn't treat me well or do i want to put those extra hours into things like family time and my hobbies and my actual passions and um i would say that founders till now um, have managed to overwork people with this rhetoric of um mehnat karni chahiye as santanu said earlier or you know we struggled so you should do it too and um, this is your age to work uh, i don't think so i think we need better reasons and we need better justifications and that could be in the form of better pay or in the form of uh, benefits period leave mental health days stuff like that if founders give that i don't think people my age have a problem working as well mm. in fact for the young person who goes back home after work then does their side hustle then spend time with their family and then even get some say gym or some kind of hobby i would say these people are highly motivated and looking for fulfillment they're just not finding it in work you know at work okay okay so do we need to have these conversations to help us rebalance our relationships with work especially after a pandemic that we've gone through uh, harsimran be saying just uh, if you could respond over here uh, do you hold it not just you personally but i'm talking but i'm sure you speak with other ceos etc startup uh, co-founders etc do you hold it against an employee who says they won't do over and above what ria chopra is pointing out is i'm not cutting back at work i'm doing what my job description is but i'm not going over and above and do you provide as much as you expect of employees do you hold it against them uh, not not at all i'm actually very very, very surprised uh, around the comments uh, you know you have to also look at uh, there are around 100 unicorns in india and uh, i think more than 70% founders are millennials so it's not it's not the 50 year olds who, are, who have built those companies young people who have done well Uh, and i also i think uh, i'm not completely disagreeing with shantanu arya with full uh, respect i think this culture of a basket of people who are out performers who want to do more and a basket of people who want to j- uh, just do enough I, i i truly believe this always has been i started my first company 12 years back uh, in 2010 and now it is 2022 i think we've been seeing that culture all over i don't see i i just think it is more like a new diet because somebody has coined the term quite quitting that it has become trendy but Arsimha, like i said it has always Arsimha been thing, i want to ask you do you as but, in but, a- but, uh, but sir i have a, i have a point uh, to the question which richard raised 
there are 2000 members at pristine more than 200 of them are esop holders in the company equities stockholders what that means is when we grew from a company which was worth 16 million to a company which is now worth 1.4 billion they have grown 160 times as well but the point the argument also is it's that crop of people who raised their hand up who came back and said i enjoy what i'm doing i am driven by what i do i like to spend time here and i'm just you know too motivated yes, i, I mean, mean i was just talking somebody was yeah. mentioning that google you don't get great salaries but you all get stock options right i mean that's one way different companies give back but i want to go across to ria but uh, harshman singh i just want to ask you do you should you should companies have a policy that whether you want to take leave or not you have to because we know it is good for your mental health because we know because you mentioned people who are not taking leave we know that it it's peer pressure to others who may want to but can't short answer then i'm going to go to ria no i, I no i think uh, i i think we are evolving to that culture where we might actually almost literally force people to take offs uh, but you will be surprised by by the effort which people can pull in uh, than we might actually think okay ria uh, quick last word to you i want to also get in an audience just uh, if you can get this audience a person who has a sta- uh, question uh, up but ria go ahead uh Sorry, is there a question? Should I? Just... Yeah, I mean, just want to give you like last uh, a chance to close up this debate. Sure, thank you. Um, I think quiet quitting is a term I've heard similarly said that got trending because it's alliterative and it sounds fun. Quiet quitting it's a way to humiliate people who think that working eight hours is enough when it is, you know, like we we have lives outside of work that uh, we are happily engaged in. um i will say that even though i am a big big proponent of generous work life balance and of you know drawing healthy boundaries there have been times at my previous job that i have maybe worked a weekend or taken a project 10 or something like that and those have been times that i have liked my boss you know i have liked my colleague who told me please do my part of the presentation it's my birthday i want to go out and you do those things because you know these people will do the same for you and they will back for you when it comes to things like the emotions etc the okay. minute you have a culture that doesn't do those things for you but expects you to still put in 110% or 150% mm-hmm. because you know mehnat karne ki umar hai etc okay. i okay that's what we're against i'm completely out of time let me just get radhika and then uh, harsimar saying one question to you radhika quickly yes ma'am thank you so much ma'am from uh, bringing this topic and also pointing out mental health here thank you so much and ma'am definitely i have one question like shouldn't there be work life balance and work uh, matters do but spending time with your loved ones also matters so this question million dollar like, question that's what we want to ask har simran beef yes, saying quickly last word to you what is work life balance is your do you have a wife uh, is your wife watching is your family watching how would you describe work life balance 30 seconds and then it's bye bye i i i think uh, work life balance is to each his own Uh, uh you know i get up at 6 am in the morning i spend 3 and a half hours with my wife in the morning we work till 8 pm we come back we spend 2 and a half 3 hours we spend uh, you know sundays together and we are able to find time whenever we want but okay, that doesn't stop us for getting from being you to join us tonight on we the people but thank you all for being part of this conversation it's important we all must work together i'm sure we'll agree on that thank you all for joining us on we the people bye bye